Hang all the mistletoe. I'm gonna get to know. You better. That Christmas, you already know what time it is. I'm manifested right now. Christmas. I hear Chris. As we trim the tree, how much fun is gonna be together? You should be on America's Doesn't Got Talent. This Christmas, the fireside is blazing bright. Oh, uh, we're caroling through the I feel like I'm in the stew, man. A very special. Y'all get your man's over here, y'all. He said, "For me." Wait, hold on. Watch him tie up real quick. Whoa, whoa. We started. Whoa, you hear that? Best part of the song was in this job. Let's go. Presents and cards are here. My world is filled with cheer and you This Christmas And as I look around Your eyes are shining down This Christmas By your side is blazing bright Hit it, hit it Chris And we're caroling through the night festive oh real festive christmas real time fest. is here december is here we are here it is december Yo, 2nd right now december is always the best month of the year because like you start to feel that like there's just a jolly kid, kid like, feeling yeah like you're like okay there's it, like a happiness that comes with the month of december you know not the winter sucks we could agree especially in new jersey oh it's terrible it's terrible but december I, I, can you consider December the winter when it's like Christmas? I think time? it's its own own yeah. time of the year. Like, I would I would agree with that like, because it's just so jolly. Day after Thanksgiving, I started playing Christmas. Do you have any music. Christmas like um, things you guys do every year? We did as a kid, and as we've gotten older, like family's gotten big. Like I got a lot of cousins and a lot of aunts and uncles and stuff. So we usually like Christmas Day would be my mom's side, Christmas Eve would be my dad's. But that's kind of like we've drifted as everybody's getting older. People yeah. got girlfriends, wives, kids. So we don't really have anything that's like set in stone anymore, which gotcha. is kind of like upsetting because like my girl, she every Christmas Eve Eve, she sleeps at her so aunt's the 23rd. house. Yeah, she sleeps at her aunt's house. Does like a sleepover with all her okay. cousins and stuff. They're younger, and so that kind of makes sense. But as we get older, it's it's hard to do some traditions. Right. How about you? We used to go to my grandma's house the day of Christmas uh, mm-hmm. on my dad's side. You know, my dad's side is huge. My dad's the youngest, yeah. youngest of nine. So, like, everybody used to be in the Big house. Family. And we would, we would open the gifts, like, from the youngest to the oldest. Oh, like, all together. Everybody would open okay. the gifts. Like, that, that those people gave to, yeah, yeah. to them. Then they would do, like, the older people would do, like, the Secret Santa. Okay. But, you know, I don't really get to... Cherish the Christmas spirit these last few years because I play on. Because you're not, yeah, you're not. I mean, now I play. We play on Christmas Eve this year. We play Detroit, which so is a Saturday night game. Cool. So what happens Christmas Day if that's the case? We'll probably be off. Probably yeah, be they'll off. give you guys off. You think? We'll probably be off. 
we'll probably come in Monday. Mm-hmm. Everything will be pushed back a day, basically. Okay. So then we'll come in Monday. We'll be off Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Regular schedule. Okay. But you know that was the funnest time. You know you get to go see your cousin. Sometimes it wasn't because like you get the new Call of Duty or something, and, you and you're like you want to play it yeah, all yeah, day. Yeah. So I'm like that was the best. And like mom, we ready to go. You ready to go. You ready to go. You ready to go. I, I want to get go? on the game. Exactly. So everybody's on the game. By the time you go on the game, they're prestige twice. Like and you're late to the party. I'm late to the party, but it's always a good time to always see. Like the happy spirits, everybody mm-hmm. happy about what they got, or just being cheerful, like the food, and yep. you know, just being around your family and stuff like, like great, that. Being grateful for the, the fact. One that thing you I miss it. is a, a white Christmas, like a good mm, snow Christmas. Oh, There's nothing that. like it. It's nothing like waking up and you look outside and it's like, it's Christmas. Time. Yeah, it's Christmas. We haven't had a white Christmas in a long, long time. Facts. And that kind of, like you said, when you global wake up, warming, man. Yeah, it's, it's pick real. up your trash. I mean, global warming not happening in Buffalo. You saw that. Them boys, I don't know how. Coach McDermott was picking up Von Miller. Picking them up, and then they had neighbors shoveling them out. Yeah, just so they can get to the game. And Respect they played the in Buffalo. Detroit and all that stuff. Six feet of snow. Mm-mm. I'm not I'm, I'm good with like a coating. Like, I just want a little. I could do like, just, like a couple, an, a couple, couple inches, inches, couple right? inches, right? So where it's just an easy put shovel. Some, put, put some boots on, you it's good. It's more for the aesthetic, like the, you know, the look of everything. Right. I want to see white Christmas, like snow on the ground. Makes me feel like Santa maybe came. Right. Santa's coming. I remember to one we always used to do so the Christmas Eve, my parents would always do like we would wear the same pajamas that everybody in the house. I was like, just about to ask you that because I've seen in the last couple of years you do with like Dion's uh, family, Dion's family the Edwards is mm-hmm. and stuff. So my mom, what they would say as a kid, they were like, The elves are here. So then like somebody will ring the doorbell. But my parents will both be in the house. I think it was our next door neighbor George, because I uh-huh. also think that's when my parents kept the gifts when I was younger. <laughs> Because they knew I was that kid that went and looked. You snooped? You were a snooper? But I went. Damn. I wanted to see if Santa was real or they were playing with me. Did you ever find it? Never found the gifts. So was Santa real? Santa might be real. Santa might be real. Nah, it was. I I found out in school. You know. You know. Oh yeah. Kids. Yo, kid, once one kid find, finds out, he. I, I found out on the bus. I remember when I told my parents, they were pissed. My mom cried. <laughs> I, my mom legit cried. I was like, she knew the boy was gone. Yeah, she knew the little boy was. Yeah, gone. but mind you, my brother was young, so yeah. we still had that. And then my my cousin was there, and she's like, "Please don't tell your cousin. I don't want him to ruin it." <laughs> I'm like, "Damn, but, parents really get emotional about this." Yeah, that's when you start seeing like the kids start to do their own thing on mm-hmm. Christmas. Now you know, like, a few years from now, you won't always have them on yep. Christmas. Like, I'm down in Charlotte. My parents are in Jersey. My sister's back in Jersey. I'm the only one. So now they're coming all the oh, way so down. Are they coming down for think, things for Christmas? Yeah. yeah. That'd be cool. My dad will probably get on the road drive. Yeah. With that. Since everybody's here, you all want to take a flight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. So. A little family trip down to Charlotte. Yeah. There we go. But let's get to it. Bing, bong, boom. It's Mr. Worldwide when I step in the room. I'm a hustler, baby. You already know it's your boy, Big 38. Yes, sir. It's Coach Carey, and we are back. It's been yeah. a minute, minute. Gang. Hot minute. Brrr. It's been it's been a while since we got into the studio recorded. I mean, we did a couple through Zoom, but you know, Zoom ain't the same. The energy is it's felt different when we in the room together. Exactly. Pause. It's cool. Big pause there. Big pause because like if when we're on Zoom, sometimes like you may be talking and then like I start talking and then we kind of talk over yeah, each other. Yeah, yeah. And we don't like the vibe is just different. Right. It's there's nothing like being in the studio together though. The connection is there. You know. Big what facts. Saying? Big facts. My boy, you know. What so I'm how's saying? the season yeah. going? Season's going. I mean, started off. We got a lot of trials and tribulations this year. Oh yeah, there's been. I mean, if anybody's following the NFL, they know like the Carolina Panthers been a little roller coaster this yeah, year. Yeah, you know, first three game, first three games were all within a one score. Like lost on the last game field goal. Who we play the next week? Um, 
Then the, the Giants was a three-point game. Mm-hmm. Like, all these games were, like, winnable games. Then we lost to Atlanta in overtime. Tough one. Like, our coach gets fired. My position coach gets fired. Our position coach becomes a head coach. So now we're down to our G, uh, basically our, our quality uh, control guy as our position coach, Real, which is oh, cool. So they don't buy anybody else in. I mean, they probably will. When we get back, we'll probably have a couple of coaches because okay. some of our coaches left to go to Nebraska with Coach Rule. Oh, wow. So it's like... It's, just, it's like a revolving door yeah, right so now. Yeah, so it's like it's whoever's like, there, that's who's coaching you that week. Mm-hmm. So it's like got a new defensive coordinator. Defensive co- coordinator got fired. So now we got a new defensive coordinator, which we're calling basically the same calls, a couple changes. Mm-hmm. So every defense, defensive coordinator has an identity, who they yeah. are. Um, but Handling you know, like professionals? Yeah, you handle like professionals, you just keep going. Um, but it's been cool. Uh, get to see a different how a different head coach is like you know I came with coach, coach rule. rule so seeing how the 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 messages are different the mm-hmm. way he presents it is different mm-hmm. like how he expects it and like um, and stuff like that and how you could really go to I mean it's different for us DBs because he was our position coach gotcha. so we have a different relationship where we were joking with him we were laughing with him we were cracking jokes on him so like mm. we still do that to this day because it's like. We know you. There's nothing good. Nothing's gonna like, you're change. Not, you're not. You're not. really. You built that relationship all right. season. We've respected you as a position coach. We're obviously gonna respect you as a, as mm-hmm. a head coach. So just having some fun with exactly. it. Exactly. So a lot of I think he's done a great job trying to build that relationship with other positions because okay. like you're, you're not you're nowhere near the offensive lineman. Yeah, you wide yeah. receivers. You might build a little relationship because you know you go against each other every day and stuff like that. But he had to build a relationship with the off offense. Mm-hmm. Defense was good. Building that relationship with the offense was key, and you definitely see that he tried, he's tried, and he has accomplished it. Yeah, like the offensive line, running back, Foreman is going crazy. Offensive line really is going is. crazy. Um, offense is starting to pick it up a little. Right, PJ did a good job when he was in there. Mm-hmm. Sam's doing a good job. Baker doing a good job. So it's just once we play this, we when we play connected football, like we played this last uh, Sunday against the Broncos. Can nobody play? Very, with us. very like, good game on very the good Broncos. Game. Very good game. That's 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 got to be tough, you know. You know, from an outside perspective, not being in the league, you know, not being in the NFL, you see coaching changes, and like you hear all the people that are in fantasy, and they're like, "Oh, my team's gonna get messed up because now there's a new coach, and they're gonna do different stuff." And like for from an outside perspective, we don't have to see what y'all have to go through in a sense of. You know, dealing with a, a head coaching change, dealing with different ways that you're doing things now, like mm-hmm. that's not a thought process for the regular person that's just watching the game on Sunday having a beer. Right. You know, we don't we don't realize that 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 could take a toll on on your team and and individuals as itself. You know, it, right. it's so. But like the fact that you kind of went into it, how you guys came together mm-hmm. through like all of the the commotion per se that you guys are dealing with. You know, that's. That shows that like there is something special brewing in Carolina right oh, now. Yeah. It's just a matter of when is it going to really. We're take still off. one of the youngest teams in the NFL. At the end of the day, you've been like the young, if you, all three years that you've been there. You you've been like, the youngest our team. Rookie year, nine defensive players were rookies. Wow, that played. Whew. That's not usual. No, not at all. I think we set the record for many rookie play starters. Wow. In a in a season, no so. vets, nothing. Like we had a couple vets here and there, but they would get injured, and a rookie mm-hmm. would have to step in, or like like KK got injured, and Derek had to play a role, Bravian had to play a big role, mm-hmm. and then you know stuff like that. So it's it's been a it's been a roller coaster all these three years, but sure. I could tell like it's on the up and coming because you could tell mm-hmm. the attitude from our older teammates, yeah, the way they are like holding us accountable as young players and uh, demanding excellence, demanding performance, pre- pre- demanding pre- uh, preparation, all that stuff is different mm-hmm. than it was these last two years. So yeah. I don't know if it's Coach Wilkes, what he's saying, or they really truly believe that we can go win 
some games now. Yeah. With the players they definitely, I Now, they definitely believe that you guys could really win. I mean, they've been in the league. All those guys that have been in the league five, six, seven years, eight years, even longer than that. They've been around. You know, they've seen successful teams. They've seen unsuccessful teams. So, I'm assuming if they're preaching what they're preaching, it's probably because they really, truly believe that. So, facts. So, facts. I keep the, keep the blinders on and uh, keep it pushing. Facts. Speaking about coaching changes, mm. the Colts. The oh, Colts. yeah. Jeff Saturday mm. comes a new head coach after not even being on the staff before that. Yeah, so I found out he was a, he was like, a consultant, or consultant, but he was living in Georgia and coaching high school ball in Georgia. Ah. So he was coaching high school ball in Georgia and being like a consultant, I guess, via Zoom mm. or whatever it was, and I don't know for a fact. I like it. But if you were a coach on that staff, right, you're the... You're the DB coach. You're the you're you're next in charge mm. DB coach, like mm-hmm. assistant coach. Like so, assistant when coach gets coach, so, you know what I'm saying. Coach gets sick or something, you become the head coach for that day, right? Mm-hmm. You come in, coach gets fired. You're like, okay, who are they gonna make the interim coach out of us? Yeah. And then you come in that day, and they're like, oh, we made a dude who wasn't even here, the head coach. How do you feel as a coach? Do you feel like okay, we're gonna follow this dude, or mm. do you question it? And a coach issues. You're a coach. Yeah. You know, I didn't think about it from this perspective. I just was I was a Jeff Saturday fan. Mm-hmm. Oh, you as can't, a you player, have to be. you know you what I'm saying? Like great, there's great a, a video going viral right now of Peyton and him going at it on the side. Run the ball. Run the ball. Run the ball. Like just, I love just, that. I call the plays. Don't yeah. call the plays. He has uh he's like the set, he I think he's number 1 in coaches that have the most games played or something like that gotcha. right now. It's yeah, like yeah. 211 games played and he's like coaching. So like as a player I loved him. So I just like for me it was just like this is a great move. I love Jeff Saturday. He's a legend. He's on the, He's going to be in the Colts Hall of Fame. He's going to be in the Hall of Fame, NFL yeah, Hall of yeah. Fame. Like that's a great move. But now that you're put into this perspective, I don't know. You know, as as a coach, if I'm passed up from somebody that wasn't in the building and then no coaching experience wasn't on the staff and was just a so-called consultant, I'm probably going to feel some type of way right. personally. But at the same, I don't know. It's tough. I I really don't know. Like I I wanna. I'm happy for him. I think it's great. I, I I think that they brought in the right guy, but from not having any head coaching experience. No 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 coaching coach. Yeah, not having any coaching, coaching experience. Period. At any elite level other than high school. Yeah. As a high school coach, I wish I can get an opportunity like that. <laughs> Imagine but they damn. call you like yo. We got a job for Giants you. called, yo, we just fired Dayball. Uh, we want you to come in. I've been like, yeah, you don't say no to something like right, that. Right, right, right. But definitely as a coach on staff, um, I would feel some type of way. I would definitely be hurt, but so, you got to keep going. So now, coaches feel what players feel. Mm. NFL players feel. Mm. When you're not doing well, okay. you lose your spot, they go trade for another guy, and yeah. this guy's now starting your spot. Mm. See now, coaches start to see like it's a business. At the end yeah. of the day, they're gonna put the best guy at the at the front of the round, at the front of the head. You know what I'm saying? So like it's like best guy's gonna play. Best guy's gonna play. Best guy's best gonna guy coach. Gonna coach. Wow. If he can lead, if he can lead a team better than the coaches that so that obviously and from an outside perspective, so not not if I'm in an NFL like mm-hmm. pretend like I'm a regular Joe, just watches ESPN right from the outside in it from hearing how it went. From the outside, I don't know what happened on the inside. Some people could have turned it down, obviously. Yeah, yeah. But from the outside in, it it looks like you didn't think that nobody on the staff could lead the team. Yeah, 
like Ursay, the owner, didn't feel comfortable giving it to somebody that was already there in the building, knows the team and knows stuff the like team, that. Been, the so, team, been with the team since OTAs, mini camp. And that may be a problem, you know, for the Colts organization. I mean, but they've been they won the first game with him. They did win the first they game. They lost win. the second one close. Oh, it was a close game. That was the Eagles, right? Yep. Versus the Eagles. And then the third game, let's see what he do. And yeah. I mean, if you win the first game, that's huge right now. That's, that's a morale booster. You know, he, he knows football. We know that. Yeah. But he, you know, hearing him get interviewed, he talks about being a leader of men. Right. You know, people like Dan Orlovsky on ESPN talks about uh, Jeff Saturday being able to lead men. Right. And I think in the NFL... You have to be an elite X's and O guy, mm-hmm. but if you can't motivate grown ass men to get up and want to be great, you can't be a head coach. Right. And I think that he's able to do that, even just coming off the street, right? You know, like you know, for example, like Eric Thomas, like the author of this book, number one motivational speaker in the world. He could is that saying he could be a head coach because he can motivate a team? Because we know Jeff Saturday can just. We know he could play, and we know he could motivate. Right. But can anybody? It's a good question. You know what I mean? Like it, it, that opens a head coach. Up the, a head coach some head coaches are just like they're all they do is call timeouts. Yeah. They manage the game. They man- the time management. They write practice scripts. That's it. They're CEOs. They're CEOs, basically. Yeah. Exactly. There's two different. And then you of got coaches. an offensive court. Like then you got coaches like Sean McVay. You got coaches who are like, calling the offense. They're calling the offense. Uh, what's it? Mike McDaniel's Mike in McDaniels, Miami. Uh, what's the dude in San Fran? Uh, uh, Kyle Sh- uh, Shanahan. Shanahan. Like yep. you got head coaches like that who are really involved in. What the offense is called. As well as doing. While while this. still managing the game and yeah. all that stuff. So some like some are better than others at other things. Maybe mm-hmm. they're not the best motivator. Maybe they got somebody on their staff that does that, that for does, them. They, have, they bring in like, like for example, like, you know, in Hard Knocks, Aaron Glenn, the defense coordinator for Detroit. Right. He came up and motivated his team. Like, is there other guys in the Indianapolis Colts organization exactly. that are doing. They have different roles yeah. to help him and out. And maybe that's why Ursay brought, because maybe he liked those guys in the roles Where that they, they were, were in. And right. then they, he just needed somebody to come in and really. Spark a little fire. Right. I would love to sit down with Ursa and just you know kind of what he what was the mindset? mindset? Yeah, exactly. where what was he thinking about when he wanted to bring in somebody from the street? Because realistically, that's what it was. We know he's going to be in the Colts Hall of Fame and the regular Hall of Fame, so it's not necessarily like a random. But so, someone, it was a random choice. Does this does this job? If he doesn't get this job, let's say he does. He Do you think he stays? Does I, he get offered the job? I think if he gets offered the job, he, you know, if he doesn't get offered this job, he's going to get offered another job. And does he want it? I think it depends on how good he does this year. I think this year will tell him, mm-hmm. just like he said in his first interview, this year, I don't know if I'm a good coach. I don't I don't know. I, I might suck at this. I might be really good at this. Yeah. But that's a man you can trust. Like, at least mm-hmm. he's honest with you. He doesn't know. that He's not going to come in knowing everything. He's not going to know... He's not gonna say, "Oh, I know this better than you, coach." He's gonna. You could tell, like, he wants to lead, but then he also wants a lot of, like, not everybody can be a chief. He needs a bunch of Indians yeah, that he, can help yep, him yep. be the best chief. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, wow. I, I wish I, you know, we I don't we don't play the Colts, so so hey, best I wish them nothing but good success and and I I'm excited to see what happens with him. I'm excited to see if does somebody come in and say, you know, does Ursay say, you know, I want to sign you on a four year deal? Yeah. Or does they or say bring somebody else in and then does somebody like a college team come and say, I want Jeff Saturday? Does Jeff Saturday want to go back and work for ESPN and just be consulting for teams? You know, like I think there's so many opportunities for a guy like that. He opened up a lot of doors for him. He opened yeah, and I think being a very good analyst on ESPN, 
you know, being the person that he is is why he, the the opportunities were open. Because right. there's how many NFL, people that play in the NFL that are maybe coaching high school somewhere. Exactly. But he, what he's done outside of the game, um, for the game, has given him those opportunities. Just like Greg Olson and um, Greg Olson and them down there in yep. Charlotte coaching a, their their uh, son's team. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> I love seeing. Yo, that. watching that. Yo, Greg, just watch because you know I they went played to the halftime or something like yeah, that. Yeah, they played right? at halftime and then I went to their championship game for like that district. It was you know him and oh Luke, I saw you him there, and Luke yep. are, uh, are coaching together. And then what? Greg Olson's dad, you know, legend. Yeah, uh, high coach, school coach at high Wayne. High school coach in Wayne. So just seeing how passionate he was on his team. Like, I'm, they're probably like 12, 11, 12. Yeah. And he's like, get in any possession. You can really? hear him from the other side of the passion he has. So, like, There's know. videos viral of him coaching his sons in baseball, which is pretty cool. Like His son was at quarterback, and he was. Really? <laughs> now, one of his sons, was his one, this, the one son that was sick, uh... I don't healthy. Know. Last I time I checked, it was. But I think he. I think nope. he started getting healthy. Good. Yeah. So. Luke Keekley and Greg Olson coaching together. Yes, but you could tell they're two <laughs> different opposites. Luke is the calm, like you got this, like just be here. And oh, Greg's really? like, get the get in the a gap. <laughs> He's teaching them football. And you can hear him from all the way on the other side of the field, like I do not want my son for that <laughs> team. So wow. it, it was cool. That's got to be cool to see. Yeah, it was cool. Two of the smartest guys in the Panthers organization ever. Luke's going to be an NFL coach, I believe. Think so? If he wasn't coaching that little league team, he might have been a linebacker coach. <laughs> Yo, he was so smart. What? The videos of him calling plays out. Shaq, and Shaq tells us stories and it's like, he'd be like, Jack, do this. And he would just do it and make a play. Shaq was like, those are just one of the people like him, um, a bunch of different players that mm-hmm. you just, whatever they say to go do, do it. Do it. They see even, the if even if they're wrong, even if they're wrong, even if they're wrong. They're at least going to own up to it and yeah. beat is like, yo, I'd coach. I True leaders, uh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Not like some players that would be like, do that, and then you do, and it's not right, and they're like... And then they're hiding. Yeah, then you can't say like, oh, well, he told me to do it because yeah, then you don't want to... take the L. Yeah. You going to take the L. Luke Keekley. Yeah. Legend. 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 Hall of Famer? Easily. Easily? Easily. For valid, like, no question? I think so, but that could be me being biased because I think he's one of the best linebackers that we've seen in our time. Mm-hmm. Since we've been watching the NFL and could remember players, yeah, yeah. he is easily one of them. Because that's a name you remember. So linebacker and linebacker Mount Rushmore. Wow. Who are you putting? LT. Okay. Is he considered a linebacker? I would linebacker? put him with the D, D line. D line. Because nowadays. Outside linebacker on the ground. Outside what? Okay. Okay, put him there. Okay, so there. we'll put LT. LT. You got what do you want to do like in recent times? You're Rushmore. All time? You're Rushmore. All right. I like you gotta put LT, he's the greatest of all time. Linebacker of all time? Lawrence Taylor? The best linebacker of all time? Like it's hard. it's an argument. there's an argument there. Okay, so I'd say there's an argument there. If you don't say the next person next, you got to go. Why are you Damn, you put me on the spot here. Why are you Who am I so who much? am I forgetting? Who what's what's the person that you're say it? <laughs> oh, Ray Lewis, obviously. Well, him and Lawrence Taylor, him and Lawrence Taylor are the two that get okay, okay. compared okay, to cool. be the top. Okay, so right, so those two. Uh-huh. Yeah, I put you on the spot. This was not this This was not planned. <laughs> this was definitely not planned. Um Wow. Like, and this is I'm just gonna throw out names of guys that I can remember that I saw play at an elite level, and I think Luke Keekley's gotta be one of them. I'll put Luke up there. Let's get two more. Two more? Huh. Linebacker, linebacker, linebacker. Terrell Suggs was a Dean lineman. Mm-hmm. Technically an outside backer, but 
that's neither you would here not put him there. Please. No, 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 okay. no. Um, I'm gonna say one team, and if you don't remember who it is, okay, 49ers. Stop playing early. Stop playing early. Went to Ole Miss. Linebacker from Ole Miss stopped playing early. When did he play? He played when um, who was the quarterback? Um, when he went to the Super Bowl and everything versus the Ravens, he was the linebacker on the other side. Colin Kaepernick. With Colin he was Ka- the quarterback. Mm-hmm. Patrick Willis. Patrick Willis. Patrick Willis was a dog. That <laughs> would you put him up there with? I put him up there with like the Fred Werner, uh, like Fred's trying to get to his level or at his level. Um, I mean, all right, so let's not go with the Mount Rushmore. Let's just throw out some linebacker names, like, as a reason. So, like, Fred Warner. Fred Warner. Bobby Wagner. Oh, Bobby Wagner. Uh, Hightower. C.J. Mosley. C.J. Mosley. So, C.J. Mosley, he, I think he lost. I mean, I don't know if this is true, but it looks like he lost a step because he's been in the league for, fucking, this is, for like, 12 this years. Is, this is ninth year. Yeah, he's been in the league forever. Mm-hmm. He was at an elite level for eight years. I'm not saying he's at not an elite level now. I don't like when he was on the when he was on the Ravens. He was a dog, yo, dog, dog. straight dog. When he got to the Jets, I was like, "That's a steal that the Jets." Right. I thought and they paid him well, well, well. Damn. So yeah, those three that are still playing in like right now, right. I easily C.J. Mosley, Fred Werner, uh, Bobby Wagner, Dick Buckus, Junior Seau, Brian Urlacher. I gotta put Brian Urlacher up there. <sighs> How can you not? Motherfucker was a dog. What's the one from Jersey that, that went to Bergen Catholic? Oh, Brian Cushing. Brian Cushing. Brian Cushing. Crazy, oh, crazy ass mother. Yo, when he was on Hard Knocks, that that boy was crazy. Damn. Yeah, so let's go. Let's go. Erlacher, um, Ray Lewis, Lawrence Taylor, Keekly. Um, guys now are like Fred Warner, Patrick Willis, Shaq Thompson. Shaq Thompson um, I mean, can you say Jeremy Chin? Because technically, Ooh, he's a, like a linebacker. What about um, um, Baltimore's uh, linebacker that he got from from um, Washington from the Bears? Oh, uh, Khalil, uh, Khalil, no, no, um, not Khalil Mack. Um, Roquan Smith. Roquan Smith. Patrick Queen is also on the Bears on the the Ravens. That's the a good Ravens, linebacker. Court. He's also very good. Um, wait, how are we forgetting Devin? Devin who? Smith from LSU. How do I forget that? Yo, that man is different. You gonna put him? He's up there in the best right now. Yeah, I said it, and I'm stamping it. Yes. You don't think so? I know it's the LSU thing, maybe that you got in your head right now, but that boy is different. Who is he up there with? Their linebacker core was when they won the uh, the Super Bowl was crazy. You got it. You don't. You don't agree. Yeah, you got it. You got it. We'll, All right. You got we'll, it. We'll move. We'll move forward. Move, move forward, on. please. All right. Well, keep, let's, we're gonna. Quick. We know what we gotta do. We gotta each have our top five positions of all time, or our Mount Rushmores of all, and then that's gonna be an episode. Got it. Let's do it. All right. Damn. And let them vote. Let the people and then vote. we'll put them up, and then let's, we get votes. Let the people vote. Who's, who's, who's is better? Best. Yeah. I know. I'm I like win. that. Hmm. Because I won the NCAA too, so it doesn't matter. I'm want to know what the cover. Yeah, I'm one. I'm want to know. You had like three people who said Joe. I got. I had people that weren't. If they weren't the guests, it doesn't matter. Yeah. So all my people. They're irrelevant. <laughs> Joe Burrow for life. <laughs> Joe Shiesty. But let me let's transition real quick, right? Dealing with a little something right now. 
Bow. Dealing with a little something right now. Talk to us about. Uh, I guess it's an injury. Yeah. If you're out, of, if you're out for a game, it I consider an injury. Yeah. It's so an, talk to us. It's an injury. It's a. It's a boo boo. Boo boo. Okay. Boo-boo. Not a band aid boo boo. Yeah, it's not a band aid boo boo. Not a band aid boo boo. It, it, it hurt a lot. It was a boot boo boo. Yeah, I. Man, it was in a boot. Thursday night, played 66 players on a high ankle. High ankle sprain. Dang. You know what? You just, you know, just power it's, through it. It's like, yeah. the game's bigger than who. The adrenaline. Yeah, the adrenaline's pumping. You're like, I want to mm-hmm. do this for my teammates, all this and that. And then, um, you know, it's just something that you just got to deal with. You know, football comes, you, you push through a lot of things. There's some things that you're like, you can't even push through. Do you remember the play that it happened? Oh, yeah. And it was nothing, bro. Really? Literally was running down the field, and I thought the ground was closer than it was. Put my foot down, and the ground wasn't there. And I slipped because it was raining outside and rolled it. Yo, Sal, man, man's running too fast. He doesn't know where the ground's at. That's crazy. It happened. Damn. How you feeling now, though? I'm good. Yeah? It's good. Uh, I'll be back. I'll be back uh, for Seattle. Okay. Like, Hate, so out last week, road trips. Out last week and bye week this week, and then you're back tomorrow, back next week. Yup, yup, okay. yup. So that's not too bad. So it's really one game. Uh, two games. Two I games. Play, I didn't okay. play Baltimore, and I okay. I didn't play this last game. But you know, got to watch and got to learn from. You know, when you're when you're injured, you gotta take advantage of that. You gotta take advantage of. Okay, you're injured. You can't control that. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can do what you can do to get back on the field as quick as possible, but you got to find ways to get better while not being able to practice. So I think, again, like I did last year when I had the wrist was dissect what positions I play and okay. listen to how my teammates talk and all this and that and got to really see our new defense coordinator, how he's calling things and what he's calling on first down, what he's calling on second down, what he's calling on third down because you can't play the game every down the same. So, um, you know, just take advantage of the time. Take mm-hmm. advantage, get healthy. You know, with the bye week, an extra week to get healthy. Um, and I've been, you know, power to our training staff. They've been helping me out beautifully. Um, a lot of movements, a lot of strengthening, all that stuff. So, I I feel good. You're going to be back next week. Let's go. Stay tuned. Let's go. You already now, know. Do you feel, like, any sense of urgency, to, like, to get back? Like, do you feel you missed two games um, you got a bye week, so you're you're not you're not missing a, a third game. But like you see all your boys out there, you see them grinding. Do you like feel a sense of urgency? Like I want to get back out there and grind with them. Yeah, always. Um, but not that you're not grinding anyway. I would but. say, as being undrafted, you always have that. It, it could be anything. It's a chip. It's always a chip. Like through anything. Like okay. being injured is like I wasn't drafted in the first place, so it's like what. My spot could be taken at any time, so like mm-hmm. I could not be on this team next week. And that's the mindset I always have. Like, so it's always like pushing to be get better, yeah. get better, get better. Okay. So like, you never want to be out for uh, a time because time. Like, even though they're my brothers, at the same time, we're always competing. Yeah, you're always competing against each other. To like you get someone's got to step up when you go down. Exactly. So who whose spot do I got to come? And to? now you got to come back and you got to regain that. Yeah. Position. So okay. I don't want it. Like I don't feel like this position was mine. Mm-hmm. I wasn't like. The day one start. You're never complacent. Yeah, so you usually got to come back. Like, okay, I'm back. Let's let's get back to it. You mm-hmm. know, let's get back to the hang of things. Good. Get back into it. However, where I can help the team, even if it's going back on special. Like, I love special teams. Don't get me wrong. But if, even if it's going back to special teams and run down, kick off, run down, kick return, punt, punt return, field goal block, anything. Let's do it. I'm, Whatever the team needs, you're there. I'm just one of them guys. Hey, that's what you got to be. Let's go. Any, by any means necessary. Let's go. Excited to see what you got coming out though. Yes. What's the goals for uh, end of the season? I need a pick. Yeah, I need I need one to end the season. I need one. I need one bad. There you go. And then we play Tom again, New Year's, mm. New Year's Eve. Mm. Yeah, sack. Is that in Tampa? In Tampa. Oh, 
might as well get a reunion sack, right? Oh, you might as well. He right. came back. You might as well show him he, why he shouldn't have come back. Facts. I mean, they still got another. You were the last. You were the last person to sack him, pre-retirement. Yeah, in the regular season. Yeah, in the regular season. Yeah, I'll take that stat. Hey, take that stat and run with it. I'm about to literally. Not everybody else can say that. That picture out of me sacking him and put it. We're putting it right up here. Put it right there. We're putting it right up there. It's gonna be in every episode, and hopefully Tom sees the episode one day, and <laughs> he's, he's just, just like, "Let me come sign he's it." He's like, "Oh, every." <laughs> We would love Tom if you ever see this and want to pop on the pod, yo. Yeah, man. We're ready. You know, that's one of the goals. Get a pick. Get the first pick because they took it from, back from me for, during the rate. Uh, and, the it touchdown. Touchdown. and it was a touchdown. And it was a touchdown. And it was a tutty. Oh, my cool. God. I went crazy. I was screaming at you, the TV. I, when he, they didn't blow me dead. I'm like, uh, I'm like. What was oh. that dance you did? You know the vibes. Shouts out to the good buzz. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. A to okay. Zeta, full dog. You already know the vibes. Yeah, let's let's go. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Stay in my lane here. <laughs> Stay in your lane, my boy. Carrie, Carrie wanted to be a Q back in the day. Don't I did. Don't. If I went to school, if I went away to school and like I didn't get hurt or anything like that, because Kane had him. And I remember talking to you about it. Kane? I'm like, Kane Carrie was him. like, yo, I think I want to be the bros. I'm like, if I was going to join, if I would have ever joined, I wasn't a frat guy. But like, if I was going to join a frat, it would have probably been. A Q dog. I'm not gonna say that. Yeah, don't say it. I You'd have want, to beat me I up. I wouldn't want to have to jump. Yeah, over this jump over this chair. I understand. I respect it. Respectfully. Hey, shouts out to the bros. Rude to the good bros. Let's go. <laughs> it was good. This was good to get back though. Yeah, definitely. I think it was, you know, back in Jersey for a couple of days during mm-hmm. this bye week. Um, you know, definitely had to get this episode in and yeah, just just know, chop it up. Chop you know. It up. Just stay tuned. You know, we got a lot of stuff coming. Um, 2023 is going to be a Bow. huge year for us. Uh, we got a bunch of stuff planned. You know, w- with his season coming to an end, it'll be it'll give us an opportunity. We're going to the playoffs, back. but after the playoffs, what? Oh, yeah. After the playoffs. I'm talking about, like, February. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. A, after the Super Bowl, too. It's going to be a long run for the Panthers. You know so, once he comes home, it'll be easier for us to kind of get in, in the studio because, like we said earlier in the episode... Being in studio is a our, we like the vibe better. You know, we could zoom and stuff like that every once in a while. I'll do a check in, but when we get together, uh, it's really nothing like that. We we both feel it, and we want to bring us bring you the best content that we could possibly bring. Um, so stay tuned, twenty twenty three. Uh, we got some stuff dropping this month of December. Um, just you know, it's it's, it's exciting. It's exciting. A definitely an exciting time. We didn't forget about y'all. We still here. This called the off season for a reason. <laughs> Facts. Season. Facts. The season is long. The season is so long and tired. This is the off season network for a reason. So we appreciate you guys tuning in for always. Hey, you already know. Tune in. Hit that like button. Hit that subscribe button. Tell a friend to tell a friend. Because we all friends. You already know the vibes. Let's yes, get to sir. it. Yes, sir. Let's appreciate go. Y'all.